Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. What do you want from me? I'm not a sweet heart. keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not a This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Um, actress Frances Sternhagen. <laughs> Big fan? Uh, I'm more of a McDermott when it comes to my Francis's. <laughs> uh, well, Frances Sternhagen was, is dead. Doggone it. Was, but that still is the case. Uh, she was in Cheers. Frances Sternhagen, known for roles on Cheers and Sex and the City, died. On November 27th, this is a breaking news story. It's <laughs> the date. Okay. She was 93. I guess it's public knowledge now. Okay. Thank you. Is she, I, you know, rest her soul. I don't know this woman. I, I, she is, it doesn't even, the article doesn't even say who she played. Frances Sternhagen, known for roles on Cheers and Sex and the City, died on November 27th. 93, Sternhagen was also a staple on Broadway and starred in the original production of On Golden Pond. Oh, I do recognize her now that I see her. You do? Mm-hmm. Um, 93. What was Can't tell you what I had seen her in, but she did. She she was in quite a few little little things. There's a new uh, addendum to a law in New York City. And, you know, New York City's big on anti-discrimination laws. Uh, New York City law banning discrimination based on height and weight goes into effect. A new, just think about all these other cities who are okay to discriminate on height and weight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What a pioneer New York City is. No, you can't get on this subway, sir. You're too short. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time I was reading this article, I'm thinking like, if you're you're adding height and weight, it sounds to me like the way this happens, this chair is too short. I feel like you're Wilson over there. I'm just peeking over the top. Go of ahead and stand up. Then. Fix this chair for me. Yeah, I'll stand go. up too. 
Um, Here, now we can look right in each other's eyes. That'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make it weird, don't you? Yeah. 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 He asked me. I'm just a dude. <laughs> Go ahead, take your time. The the law has to be put in place because of weight. Mm. Right? Yeah. Are like they, people are just too skinny to I was gonna say, are there is there anybody <laughs> in New York City that is too thin to and getting discriminated against? <laughs> I'm sorry, we'd love to hire they're, you. But... They're making two of us sit in the same seat. <laughs> yeah. It's real cramped here. <laughs> I mean, but for real, right? Isn't this implied? I mean, doesn't this already exist? I, I, maybe it doesn't. Maybe somebody is actually being discriminated. The whole, all of society already knows this. You're just catching up. There's, there's nothing. This isn't happening, is it? New York Post says a new city law that bans discriminating against someone because of their height or weight went into effect last week, six months after Mayor Adams first signed the legislation. The law adds those two categories to the list of characteristics that are protected from housing, job, and public discrimination, alongside things like age, gender, race, religion, and sexual orientation. All New Yorkers, regardless of their body shape or size, deserve to be protected from discrimination under the law. Body size discrimination affects millions of people every year, contributing to harmful disparities in medical treatment and outcomes. And outcomes. Hmm. Okay. Do you think Bl- it's discrimination that's creating those disparate outcomes? Blocking people from access to opportunities in employment, housing, and public accommodations, and deepening existing injustices that people face. New York City is leading the nation with this groundbreaking anti-discrimination law. There's a photo of... Mayor Adams gleefully signing this legislation or whatever. And then you scroll down and the caption says, Councilman Sean Abreu, who sponsored the New York City bill, said it would raise awareness and protect people against employer bias. And the photo is of Councilman Sean Abreu next to a woman who is very happy that this has been signed. And she's holding a homemade sign that says, I love fat New York. (coughs) Why are you laughing? This is serious. Is she fat? I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> You're right. Hey, this is in New York. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> that's right. You can get away with murder in St. Louis. That's right. Yes, you can. Uh, that's not even funny. Uh, no, that's not. You know, I shouldn't have had to change my chair. You should have just stood up. I did. I appreciate that. And now look where you're at. You're a little bit taller than you were. I think I'm going down right now. <laughs> I think you are. Yeah. <laughs> Slow descent. I'm also making that worse by slowly going down and not letting You're just you notice. Toying with me. Um, yeah, here's this pic- the picture is this woman. I love fat New York. How, yeah. does, how does it feel to be that person who goes, you know what? I can represent fat people. I'll make a giant sign. Uh, better today than it did before this rule where That's you could have been discriminated a job. Yeah. against. She wouldn't have been allowed to get a job before. Right. Yeah, people would have been like, oh, I can't hire you. You're overweight. I don't. I don't understand. Well, okay, let me put it this way. I have had to my entire life be conscious of my weight. I had four kids. I've put on 50 pounds before having being pregnant and having a baby. You have a 10 pound baby um, in some cases with my kids. And then you've got to get rid of all of that weight. It's difficult. I know what the struggle is like. I've never been. What is the medical term? Morbidly obese? 
Is that the medical term? Let's say that it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it's wrong, and Ryan wrote that down for me, and I just read it yeah. from his paper. Here, morbidly <laughs> obese. Say this at some point in the show. I've never been that. I've never been morbidly obese, but <laughs> I understand that that is an existence that people live, and that they experience life differently than people who aren't. I don't. I feel like for every time we add a new category to how we're not supposed to discriminate against people. We're actually more likely to discriminate against the people who didn't get their own category yet and get included in into a conversation mm-hmm. like this. Like maybe you hire people to work in your company and for your company that won't not hire someone because they're overweight. Like maybe you hire good people who hire good people. And if you're somebody if you're running a company and you're like, no fat people here, I don't know why a fat person would be like, but I wanna. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand that. Um, so I, I, I do believe discrimination exists. I have my entire career worked in a field that is highly male dominated. I started in sports talk radio, and it was very male dominated, very locker room esque because it was. I mean, you're literally. Part of your workplace is a literal locker room. So that's just kind of the way it goes. And I've had to stand my ground and carve my own way. And I never was pushed down because I was a female. But I could have, at any given time, taken a bad attitude about it and tried to pick people off along the way to try to advance myself through pushing people down. And, you know, maybe I'm lucky. I definitely am blessed. It's just like when you call out different kinds of hatred of people, if you're not talking about like actual legislative discrimination and that type of stuff. Like when you talk about bigotry and racism, when we start highlighting all the different, like pretty soon what you've done is just highlight all the different ways you can be a a complete and total a-hole. And what if in society we just got back to the idea of calling people that and calling it out and not having to label something because it becomes culturally beneficial to a political campaign on the other side. It's like you need that you need that a-holery to exist so that you can use it for your own personal gain on your side. Like you need the bad stuff to exist for your own personal empowerment when instead we could actually empower ourselves against those people in mass and just call out bad people for being bad people and isolate that. Like the way it used to work in society is you isolated those people from getting to participate in the community. But now we don't do that. We have to segregate everything. Like, I'm, you know, we're kind of joking about how many skinny people are like really like, yeah, power to us because this is existing. <laughs> like the skinny people are finally getting their due. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's happening. What is the height discrimination that's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if it's more likely that if you're super tall, you're discriminated against or like very short. So if you go to New York now, every bed has to be a California king. <laughs> Not a California king. I call it a New York king because it's yeah. free. It's it's legislating heart change, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what a lot Democrats are actually really good at this. Which is, is they, probably 100% ineffective. Oh, it's the most useless thing ever. Yeah, it's it's basically bludgeoning people to change the way they feel without actually changing the way they feel. I think part of it, too, is just assuming that something's happening because, you know, it's it's not you didn't get the job because of X, Y or Z or you were underqualified or whatever. 
it's assuming that they had bad intentions for not giving you the job or assuming they had bad intentions in designing the bed in the way that they did or assuming that they had. There's an awful lot of assumptions that go on whenever you look at discrimination like that. And it's like, well, you just did this because I'm fat. Like, well, no, I did this because you aren't qualified for the job. The job required a bachelor's degree and you have a master's <clears throat> or you have a an associate's and it didn't and you didn't meet the requirements. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys are having a good conversation. <laughs> well, you're doing something else, so it's very important. Okay. You gonna let us know or no? I don't know. Do you wanna know? Kinda. It's making you laugh. Well, it's because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay. My mom my mom texted me and said, Dad wants to know what to order at Smoothie King. <laughs> it seemed time sensitive. Like, do, do you get off the show at three and your parents are waiting for you downstairs with Smoothie King? No, not for me. I don't want Smoothie oh. King for him. Oh, he she didn't mean to text you. No, they wanted to know they I they have gotten the smoothie bowl that I've gotten before. But they wanted to know how to order it. Oh, okay. It's a PB swizzle, mm-hmm. but instead of peanut butter, you get honey. Mm-hmm. And then there's no no granola? Extra granola. Extra granola. Yeah, that's it. Now everybody knows. I'm going to eat a few of those. So I replied, so my mom goes, discriminate against never mind, me. he already ordered. <laughs> this is all for nothing. <laughs> Just total derail the conversation for nothing. Our next messages, but I will save this for future reference. Just get the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope Steve not listening. Mark it to this spot every time you go to Smoothie King. Can you pull up that November 29th podcast from 2023? <laughs> I'm in Smoothie King. But you know, I'm, I've, I've, this has been, this will be a part of my New Year's resolution, but I'm not waiting till New Year's to do it. I am now the person who militantly make sure that everybody in my family knows what they want to order before I get to the drive-thru window. I like it. I have made a, I have made a dramatic effort and, and affected change in how I order at the drive-thru. I'm glad you've gotten to where I already am. I've, uh, yeah, I've arrived. Thank you. <laughs> Some might say. Uh, it's very important, and, and we've, I've made a very concerted effort. And I feel good about it. Every time I'm there, I'm like, look at me go. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, this is shocking, at the drive-thru, it's like, you did a great job. <laughs> They're like... Here. <laughs> Next time you somebody's gonna go, is this Annie Fry? You started a month early. <laughs> Drive through workers everywhere rejoice. Yay. She sent <laughs> she sent me a picture of her receipt. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> They're not listening, are they? They're clearly not. We'll find out shortly. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you boys a question about yoga when we come back. Oh good. <laughs> Since you're an expert. <laughs> right, yo, I'm super flexible. <laughs> uh stick around, we're Annie Fry show in a minute. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Uh, Mom and Dad, we're listening and I believe we're enjoying their Smoothie King right now. Good. They get two or just one? Well, don't, we don't. Let's stop asking them questions because okay. they keep answering them. I would just like to know if they're eating it like... Lady of the Tramp, or they're just like, like normal. <laughs> you can't do that with Smoothie King. <laughs> Weird. They're all on the same straw, especially while driving. <laughs> so we were talking about how you love yoga. Yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> you ever done it? No, never. You said you're super flexible. Oh yeah, I can get my leg behind my head. Now we need to see. No, not right I now. I don't believe you. Not right now. That that's not. A, yeah, that's a lie. That's a lie. I mean. Say what? Say whatever you want. That's clearly what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do what now? I can put my full leg behind my head. How? Like I'm a that cheerleader? Flexible. Like? Yeah. Like, like have a... you ever seen in Dumb and Dumber That's, when we're on he, the right path. <laughs> when Jim Carrey puts both of his legs up? Oh. And uh, a long time. and then he like he shoots that fart out and it blows <laughs> the fire. I can do that. The fart part. The fart part, not the yeah. I need to. I need to be clear. I, I can lift my leg and light a candle. Oh, <laughs> Ryan. And that's why I don't get invited to yoga. Back to your point. Uh, <laughs> I re- I don't sleep. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm up late. I just read articles after articles. If. It's funny because I say I think to myself first, if I started to read a book, it would put me to sleep. But that's not true. What I end up doing is listening to a book or even reading the book, if I'm reading it on my phone or whatever. And I just, I read all the words, but I just spit all the Or I just start thinking about other things. My word, my eyes are reading the words, but my mind trails off into something else. And I'm thinking about something and I've read three pages, and I'm like, I have no idea what I just read. Do you do that? Yeah, I've that's common. That, yeah. Does Every, that, everybody does that. that. That's yeah. normal? Mm-hmm. I think, because uh, I feel like I'm just bad at reading. No. Like daydreaming while you're reading, right? Yes. Yeah, something in the story makes me think of something else, and I'm still reading the pages, and then something happens. I read something, I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like two pages ago, I read it. Oh. So I don't read books. I will listen to books, because I can auditorily listen to it better than I can read it off the page. But I can, because of my seemingly short attention span, go through a lot of articles in the span of an hour that I'm not sleeping at night. And one of the things I read was that you can't, (laughs) stupid to say this out loud, but that people can store emotional stress (laughs) in in their hips. Okay. Does that make sense? I, 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 I hear the words that you're saying, but I've you ever hear blanked people, out. But do you ever hear people say that, like, you store your your stress like and tension? Like, tense. I carry it in my neck and shoulders. 
Oh, so it's not you're adding weight on your hips. You're carrying. I the guess it depends on how much you. emotional <laughs> stress is and how you move. Okay, it. it's like tension. Okay, yeah. Well, that that makes sense. Yes. So, but some people will say that. Well, the article was making the case that you can carry that emotional stress, or just if you're. I say this a lot. I am a. I find myself to be a stressed person, but I just have a lot. To, I have a lot on my plate. I'm a mom. I've got four kids. I'm trying to do a lot of things. It's not. It's not a scary kind of stress. There are a lot of things that could be in my life that would be much more stressful than in a bad, scary way. I'm just trying to juggle a lot of things at one time. And I, I play basketball with my kids at basketball practice. I try to go boxing a couple times a week. So I'm trying to be physically active. And I have noticed lately that my hips feel a little extra strained, the hip joints or whatever. So I thought, I'm reading this article and talk, it was like, here are some yoga things you can do to release your hips. So my husband put all the kids to bed uh, one night. And then he's like, I got to go to Walmart. We didn't have any food. So he goes, he runs to Walmart, which is real close to our house, just to get some basic staples. And I'm, and Molly was sleeping on the chair next to me. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull up a YouTube channel and do a quick 10, 15 minute, like relaxing. I Googled like hip releasing, whatever. <laughs> so, hip yoga. Hip yoga. So like it, you do yoga to like everybody's getting jiggy with it. That's not what it was. <laughs> okay. Has anyone ever walked into you doing that? No. Not no. yet. I don't do that song. I do other Will Smith music. Okay. Um, so I decide <laughs> I'm going to do this. And so I've not ever done yoga before. Other than I've done poses before for stretches post-workout mm. or pre-workout, whatever. So there's this one yoga pose. And it was kind of towards the end of the 15-minute, 10-minute, whatever it was thing. And it's called the corpse pose. Have you, do you know, does, does this sound? Do I know this one? You can imagine is what it, it looks like. Is it, is it laying on your back with your arms in the air and moaning about brains? <laughs> is that what corpses do? Well, that's what the ones I've seen on TV do. <laughs> you lay, uh, it says this yoga pose for beginners um, may not loosen up your tight muscles, but it does calm the nervous system and relax the body. Savasana is the name of the pose. But you lay down with your, your you're laying on your back and your feet are about shoulder width apart. So, and they're, you know, facing up. And you lay down with your hands down, palms up, and you just lay there on the ground and you let your body. Have you ever had a sore back and you lay on a hard floor? Yeah. And it helps. Your body kind of shifts to that hardwood floor. So I'm laying there. My husband gets back home and he comes in the house. And I'm laying there like a dead body on the floor. <laughs> and he walks in and I'm like trying so hard to relax. He walks in and he looks like, I'm not dead. <laughs> he, he was like concerned. You didn't quite get all the way into corpse mode because you had to tell him that. I thought about it. I'm like, should I say something? I'm no. like, he's going to think I'm dead. Yeah, but you screwed up the exercise. It was still very relaxing. Well, then you got 98% of the way there, but at 100%, you would have felt great. I was wondering if you would do the yoga exercise, if I sent you the 10-minute video, if you would do it and review the yoga. You don't do it on a video or anything. I want you to just do it and try it and tell me if you find it relaxing. If, if I can find the 10 minutes, yes. It's, you're just supposed to do it right before you go to bed. It's supposed to help you sleep. Uh, okay, I'll do it. 
What about you, Brad? Would yeah, you find would you find yoga to be? I've done yoga before. Beneficial, like uh, full yoga classes. Not a full yoga class, but whenever I was in cardiac rehab, they had me do yoga as stretches and stuff like that. And they're like, and then you center yourself. What was the benefit of it for you? Uh, to me, it was purely physical, just stretch, releasing muscle tension and stuff like that. I think it's I think it's great because I I'm, I'm constantly looking at. I'm 39 years old. I turned 40 in April, and I am looking at this age like a lot of people probably are when they're approaching 40. Like, this is a new horizon, and I'm trying not to be the person who has to get to 50 before I start focusing on some of these things to better them. I'd like to live my 40s as best I possibly can. And joint issues, muscle issues, trying to stay active, trying to fit the time in to be physically invested in my health and also letting go of that idea of what I was a four sport athlete through my senior year of high school. I have been out of high school for 22 years. (laughs) Like I have lived more lifetime out of high school than I lived in school at this point in time. And I think it's a difficult thing to adjust, adjust the mindset for me as somebody who is a competitor, a physical competitor to figure out how do I do this in the most healthy way because I'm the type of person who if I'm going to do it, I want to do 100% of it. I want to be the best corpse poser out there. (laughs) And it's a difficult thing to pull back and start going, you know what, I need to do the 40-year-old version of this, not the 18-year-old version of which I cannot be successful anymore. Have you made that transition in your life yet? Because I know you played golf and stuff in, in high school and I don't know how physically active you I are I mean, now. aside from the fact that I never do regular yoga. I only do hot yoga, first of all. Because <laughs> if second, you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I'm doing it, I'm doing it like, you know, like if they do like, those Christmas store window dis- yeah, decorations. I'm yeah. doing it like in that. His radio or his resume says hot radio broadcasting. He just mm-hmm. puts hot in front of everything he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, you want to work at 104? And I'm like, oh, what's the name of the station? <laughs> like, yeah, okay, maybe. It used to be, there used to be a cool... Yeah, I couldn't work there. What was what was the numbers there? Anyway, go ahead. Um, anyway, I uh, have adjusted partially because there's just things I can't do. I can't. I was supposed to play in a softball league with Brad <laughs> in the fall, and Brad, at, to my credit, the one night that I said yes, I will play, they canceled the game for heat. So I tried. You yeah. brought the heat. No, the, God brought the heat. I just. I I was there for it. I was there for it. That's why it was hot. Yeah. And um, so, but ever since then, I've had problems with tennis elbow. I just can't do anything. I'm waiting for it to get better. I'm doing all the treatments and I'm icing it and stuff. But it's it's that kind of stuff that you're like, I feel fine. I just have tennis elbow. And now I can't play softball. I don't know. But it, it drives me crazy. But you do have to make those adjustments. And you have to stay physically active in order to not, like, I guess, start to slowly deteriorate by not by being sedentary. So you have to stay. I'm always. My, it's a constant balance of how much of this do I do I relax on and let recover, and how of the, how much of this do I just push through because I have to keep going. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is to that because when I was young and dumb, I would just push through the injury. I busted my ankle really bad my senior year of volleyball and I came back in two weeks uh, and played on it and I just taped it so tight that I couldn't feel it. It still hurts today. (laughs) It still causes me problems. It's caused my knee problems. I was young and dumb. But when you 
what when I get older, it's like you can't you can't be on the DL as a working person, as a parent. You just can't. Yeah. When and, my, you, and you got a plan to not. You know, you can't stay out late because you just can't recover as fast. Unless you're drinking limoncellos. Well, you're not 40 yet. <laughs> do you, do you, wh- how do you feel about it? I have not made that transition yet. I, I you still think you can do all the things? No, I never thought I could do all the things, but I'm, I, I'm always like, I need to do this to the best of what my ability is what I can. I always want to find out what I can do and how far I can go in doing something. So I haven't made the transition from, from that into, I just need to do this to be healthy. No, but I mean, it's not just, it's not just like, like I still want to do everything to the best of my abilities. My problem is, is not repeatedly finding out that, oh, that best of the abilities was just about five minutes ago (laughs) and I should have stopped then. Oh, you saying overdo it? Uh, yeah, I've well, got... the the line of what is overdoing it just keeps getting closer and closer to sadder and sadder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the heart attack, but I always have to cross it to figure out where it is and be like, okay, I remember last time I was doing this. This was too far, so I need to back it up and go right up to that line, but not across it. Mark says, I played basketball with some teenagers over Thanksgiving. I'm 46. My knees have been swollen since, and I can barely walk. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that is exactly yeah. what we're talking about, and like. The truth of the matter is that when I, I'm guessing here that when Mark was playing basketball with those teenagers, he was hanging with them. He might not have been as good as he was 30 years ago or as quick or whatever, but when you're doing it, you're into it and it's reminiscent mm-hmm. and it's fun. So you go all out and then you're it's next week and you're like, God, that was so awful. That still hurt. <laughs> Why did I do that? And then given the opportunity to play basketball with teenagers again, you're back out there doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't want to let go of it. I don't. I, and maybe you shouldn't. No, just have fun. I'm new to this. I need help. <laughs> I clearly need help. I uh, am practicing my corpse pose. Continue just laying on your kitchen floor and see how that goes. <laughs> That's really what he walked into. <laughs> and I just looked at him and go, I'm not dead. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to tell you one more story when we come back about uh, something that happened between my husband and I yesterday. It was pretty funny. And we're going to get to our conversation about the YouTube live chat poll. We want to know what you think. Here's the statement, and I need to know if you agree with it or if you disagree with it. I want Trump to win more than I'm confident he can. Think about that statement and tell me, do you agree and you are still supporting Trump even though you're concerned he can't win? Do you agree and you're supporting a different candidate? Or do you disagree with that statement because you're like, yeah, of course Donald Trump is going to win. Maybe you disagree because you don't support Trump. Andy Fry YouTube channel, vote, leave a comment. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the Andy Fry Show. 
The YouTube live chat poll for today. We're going to get to the results at the end of this segment in about 10 minutes. So get your vote at the Annie Fry YouTube live chat right now. I want Trump to win more than I'm confident he can. You can either agree with that statement or disagree. If you agree with the statement, I want Trump to win more than I'm confident he can. You might agree because you still support Trump and you agree with that, but you think I'm still I'm all in with Donald Trump. You might agree with it and support a different candidate. You might disagree with it because you're very confident he will win. You might disagree with it because you don't support Trump at all. Ryan, where are you at on this? I'm actually going to say disagree. Disagree. He will win because I, I'm pretty confident. I mean, you, you know, any given day things move around, but uh, I'm pretty confident that he's going to win in 2024. Wow. Brad, you answered this earlier, but let's yeah, get back to it. I agree with that statement, and I support another candidate because of it. Uh, I disagree with Ryan. I don't know that I'm not convinced that Trump can win. I want him to win more than I than I believe he can actually win, and I, that's why I'm part of the reason why I'm throwing my support behind Ron DeSantis. I really like Ron DeSantis. I think he would be the best president of that group. Katie says, agree, so I'm currently supporting another candidate that I think aligns more with my values. That said, I'll take something huge, huge. <laughs> For anyone not named Trump to win, it, it'll it take something huge for anyone not named Trump to win the GOP nomination. For sure. Ender says, I would prefer to see a different candidate other than Trump, namely Vivek. Not much of a fan of Nikki or Ron. And while I will not vote for any Dems, still not totally sure if I'll vote for Trump. Wow, that's something. Somebody who doesn't know. Uh, Scooter, Scoot Scoot said, I don't hate Trump. That's what people that support him miss about the opposition. It's the policy and plans that I don't buy. I think Scooter's in a minority there, but uh, thank you for commenting. <laughs> Dash says, uh, if he wins, reply to your poll, quote, if he wins, how do we get him out? I think that, you know, when we watched him win the first time, they said the impeachment starts today. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think he was inaugurated yet mm-hmm. at that point. Um, Dan Gilbert, or as Brad sees it, Danglebert is what you said. <laughs> Danglebert. That was funny. Which is what we might call you from now on, Dan, but we love having you here. I'm a Trump fan, but would lo- like to see maybe DeSantis in there, not Nikki. She wants us to work longer. Would like a fresh face over Trump, but I'd vote my dog in before Biden. And Wavy says, I'm Team Haley. I support DeSantis, even Christie. All are better than Biden. If Trump is the nominee, let's just say I'll be praying uh, and counting the days until I can support a GOP. Um in 2028. So people are all over the board about about it. And I think that that's the key issue here. I'll ask you the question, Ryan, that we discussed a little bit earlier in the show. I am of I am agree and I support another candidate in the primary. So we're not talking about in the general that you're going to, you know, not support Donald Trump at all. If you're saying that you agree here because I want Trump to win more than I'm confident that he can. How do you convince me that he can win? Um, I always look to that hidden Trump voter, as they usually call it, that seems to have turned out, especially in 2020, that... um, He lost. Yeah, I know, uh, but he also had an incredible turnout. And as long as it's those same two candidates, uh, the turnout is going to be key for Trump versus Biden specifically, because Biden's turnout is just not going to be what it was in 2020. That's how I would convince you. You agree with that? I don't know. That's not convincing to me. And the reason I don't agree with that is because the turnout game is is kind of a, I don't know, smoke and mirrors, cloak and dagger kind of thing. They're going to drum up turnout. I mean, you can go out and you can harvest ballots. They will drum up the turnout needed to beat Donald Trump. They will. Um, 
So it it needs to be something more than I just like what is your your strategy is Trump's base is solid. This is what you're telling me. Your strategy is Trump's base is solid. And what I'm counting on is Joe Biden's base is not. And they're just not going to show up for him. I need I need solid reasons why people are going to who didn't last time around who are going to show up for Donald Trump, not just not support Joe Biden. Well, I think it's the record now. I would say that Biden, you can compare two different records of two different presidents at this point, and you couldn't do that before. And now that you can, I think people have seen four years of prosperity and four years of inflation and gone, you know what? My support for the guy, I may not like the guy. But what about Donald Trump in 2020? Would people be voting against if we're talking about policy and record? As, say that again? Sorry. I, I mean, lost you if, if, if you're saying that in 2024 it's about record, that people can compare Biden to Donald Trump. What about Donald Trump? Who voted against Donald Trump because of his record? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that people voted against Donald Trump because of his record. I'm saying they will not show up for Biden because of his record. But so if, they like Trump's record. But they were willing to vote for Joe Biden, who didn't even have to campaign, who was old, who said some ridiculous things mm. as he was campaigning, they were willing to throw caution to the wind and vote for him because of their disgust for Donald Trump, in spite of the fact that Donald Trump did amazing things as president during well, his four if, years. If you have soft Biden voters in 2020, now you're going to have a contingency of people who are going to vote Democrat no matter who it is. But if you have soft Biden voters who are not really that committed to him, but they just didn't like the way Trump made him feel and they thought maybe he was the alternative to that, now they've seen three, four years of what that looks like, and it's not good. But it doesn't, that's not going to translate from a person who hated Donald Trump into, yeah, I'll vote for him in 2024. They, yeah, but they just might not show up. So that turnout that was, oh man, we got to beat Trump, that did show up in 2020, those people may not turn to Trump, but if, if Trump gets the same amount of votes in 2024 versus 2020, Biden won't get the same amount of votes. That's I still my think argument. those people feel virtue in doing something to stop Trump. And if that means voting for Biden, they won't like it, but they'll do it. Many of them do. But I think there's enough people that won't who are not going to show up in the next year. Well, we want to know what you think. You can leave us your vote. Uh, I, I have not yet heard a compelling argument in my mind that's like, here's a measurable. Th you know, we, we, I read with DeRoy when DeRoy was on the show with me. Uh, at 105, there's a the Rhode Island BLM chapter guy is like the Democrat Party is not for black people. And I endorse Donald Trump. Now, if 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 that if that gets some legs and we start seeing that there are demographics of people who are en masse leaving the Democratic Party and are willing to say, I support Donald Trump, then I'm starting to say, OK, well, there's a new contingent of people who might support this guy who didn't before. That's kind of where I'm thinking we need. I need to see a lot more of it to be convinced of it. But in the meantime, I do want Donald Trump to win. And I'm more passionate about wanting him to win than I am about being confident that he actually can. Uh, we'll get to your results here in a second. I want to tell a quick story. Yesterday, we were driving out of... We, we had left our house, and we were pretty close to our house. We were still in our hometown, and we were heading towards Hamill, Illinois, to play a basketball game, uh, my son's game. And we're, we, needed to, we didn't, didn't have any time to waste. And we're getting ready to turn through this stoplight. My husband's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. How's how's Mrs. Wiggins being a side seat driver? Uh, if she's paying close attention, I I like it better when she's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Terry's gotten better at it over time. I'll listen to you two saying that so <laughs> judiciously. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like, we got to go. It was The light had turned yellow. We were approaching the line. And we needed to get, I don't know, you need to get in the intersection when it's yellow. Is that the rule? I don't know what the law is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the actual wording of the law is. And we're coming up and it turns yellow. I'm like, we got to go. I said that. <laughs> and we're right behind a police officer. And the police officer entered the intersection when it was yellow. And I said, you got to go. And we go through, and I, we ran the red light. I mean, it was it was it wasn't great. It was a pink light. And he goes, Annie, behind a police officer. I'm like, you're the driver. What are you gonna say if he pulls us over? I go, what are you if if we get pulled over? What are you saying to this guy? And he's gonna say, he told me he goes, she told me I had to go. And I said to I said to him, I go, what does the police officer say after the man says? She told me I had to go. I said, I think you're getting off. Yeah. Yeah, he says, all say, right, depends I Depends on if he's married or not. Uh, yeah, I said, he probably hands me the ticket. <laughs> or that. He's, he was lit. He looked at me, and he was dead serious. She told me I had to go. I was totally going to get that. I think he says, have a good day. I want Trump to win more than I'm confident he can. 15% say they disagree he will win. 15% say agree support another candidate. 27% say disagree and they don't support Trump. And 43% say agree and they still support him. See you tomorrow. Mark Rudin. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.